We live in a world with different generations, and this can be messy and confusing and beautiful and inspiring. Sometimes we need the time to pause, reflect and listen to each other, and the XYZ Experiment podcast brings you these conversations. I'm Dash, your Gen Y. I've got with me today Fiona, your Gen X, and also Luke, our Gen Z. Welcome to the XYZ podcast today. So I uh, found an interesting post on the Reddit thread, Am I the Asshole? And I'm going to read it out and very curious as to your take on this situation. So here it goes. I was at the gym yesterday at around midnight where it naturally was almost empty. There were a few other people doing other machines, but none were on the treadmill. I hopped on one near the middle and was on it for about 20 minutes before someone came in and literally got on the one right next to me and started running. There are TVs overhead, but they're all the same channel. So wanting a view of a particular show was off the table. I stopped running and politely asked them, if literally all the treadmills are open, why would you pick the one next to me? I'm not asking you, I think they mean to move. I'm just curious why some people do stuff like this. Instead of answering, they looked at me dumbfounded. So I moved to a different treadmill. When I got home, I told my roommates what happened. One of them said I should have just said nothing and picked a different treadmill. And the other one agreed with me that it's super weird. Was I wrong here? I just feel like it's certain social rules to not be broken. <laughs> oh, I'm like, get over yourself. <laughs> I suppose we should each say where we are. <laughs> do you think they're the arsehole or not? Yeah, I do. You do think that? <laughs> yeah. I don't think they're the arsehole. I just wouldn't have done it myself. As in... So I want to know, as in, you wouldn't hopped on the treadmill next to them or you wouldn't have said something to the other person? Both. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have sat next to them. But if someone did sit next to me, or sorry, run next to me, I should say, I don't think I would have turned and, and talked to them unless I was so uncomfortable with their presence that I really just needed them to know that. But even then, I just would move. <laughs> what about you, Dash? I think... I don't think they're an asshole, but I think they're highly precious. <laughs> highly. So maybe we need a Reddit thread of, am I being precious? <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Am I being so precious? I'm making an assumption it's a female. What? Because we don't know. We don't know yeah, whether it's a woman or a man. And we don't know how man. old they are. No, we don't know how old they are. So we don't have any of that sort of background, which I think would influence what I'm thinking. And we don't know the person coming in next to them. Okay, so what's your assumption? You think female, how I think, old? I think, I think it's a woman in their 20s. Okay. Yeah. Luke? Oh, I think a Gen, a Gen Z. You think? Yeah. It's interesting because they also didn't say anything. I was really hoping they were going to say something about how it actually made them feel that the person yeah. was next to them because they do try and play it off like, oh, I'm just curious. Why do people do things like this? But I wanted to know if it was they were genuinely so uncomfortable they had to say something or not. I think that might help make it clearer because I imagine for a guy, as this is something we were talking about uh, off recording, but I think that guys tend to be a little less aware just generally. So I, I would imagine... Just because of how, yeah, how hypervigilant they are, I would probably say it's probably a woman as well. Because I read it and I was like, millennial male. <laughs> really? 
really? Yeah. What about it? Um, just also the way they asked. Um, I feel like, you know, they're like, I'm curious, like trying to be quite self-aware. I'm just curious as to why you would even do something like that. Because it's like they've committed an offence or something. I know. And it's like not an offence. So, but hearing you guys say potentially female could be a Karen type character. I know it's mad. That's also controversial calling someone a Karen. But, you know, maybe a slightly older female. Like a, like a Gen X aggressive sort of person. Yeah. yeah. I think if it was a guy, I just feel like it would, it, that's quite passive aggressive. I feel like a guy would just be aggressive. Just be like, why did you, why are you here? As opposed to, oh, yeah, it's weird you're here. Can you tell me why you're here, you freak? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> but I thought it was quite an aggressive move that they then moved to another treadmill. Oh, I didn't think that was aggressive. Like, because oh, I, I would get up and move if I was uncomfortable. Um, I'd probably get up and leave, to be honest. But I wouldn't have said anything. Like, I just don't think I would have said anything. That's what surprises me. Because that, to me, makes them more the aggressor than the person hopping on to the treadmill next to them. Yeah. Like I probably, if someone had said that to me, I probably would have just looked at them too and gone, what's your problem? Like, yeah. I, know. <laughs> I agree. Unless, again, unless they were really kind of creeped out by this person and they yeah. just wanted to vocalise that this person is making them uncomfortable, just like publicly. You, you realise, like, I've, I'm, I'm just thinking myself, I'm making the assumption male-female. Uh-huh. Like she's a female, he's a male. What if it's not that? What if it's two women, you know? And mm. like, because I, I really am making an assumption, like immediately jumping to that, which might not be. And then whatever context it is, it'd be so different each time. Yeah. I mean, going back to what I just said before, I guess like the idea that like men would encroach on people's space in public spaces, it just makes you assume something like that would be a guy. Yeah. that's I'm making that assumption. So I, I think the person who jumped on the treadmill next to it, definitely mm. a guy, because they were so dumbfounded, as you said. Um, and now I'm, I still think it's a guy who's writing this because I feel like if it was a female, mm. they would have bought into the narrative. They made me feel uncomfortable. Ah, mm. okay, because they're not saying that. And because they're not saying that, I think they're just literally like, I feel like they would be potentially those males who are either super insecure about their bodies or kind of a little bit macho and kind of a bit like, hang on, why are you even coming near me? Yeah. But I think potentially, this is so projection, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, They are like, oh, crap, another male now is running next to me. They might be faster than me, better than me. Why have they done that? Like, what are they trying to show me up for? See, my mind didn't go that way no, at all. you're really <laughs> slamming <love> this <laughs> original runner. Yeah, I love that. It's like... You've gone immediately into this competitiveness, like, whereas I went this, this, like, it was creepy, you know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah, such a different read, such a different read. But I feel like, and I've been listening to another podcast story, uh, episode, sorry, where they talk about what our grievance stories are and how we share our grievance stories and how we rehearse our grievance stories. And some people are really good at sharing their grievance stories to get other people on their side. Okay, and so I feel like with a Reddit thread and these ones in particular, where they want to know, am I the asshole? What they want people to say is, no, you're not. And so I feel like <laughs> this is just me unpacking my thought process. If they were a female, 
they would throw everything at the rationale for why they were annoyed at this person coming on next to them, which would include, it's midnight, I'm already a bit upset about my safety and scared for my safety. I'm in a gym where there's these macho guys and, you know, there might be drug taking happening and suddenly this big buff guy comes on the treadmill next to me and starts running and he's looking me up and down and I'm totally creeped out by him and so I'm like, uh, don't want to upset him and so I go with the line oh, I'm just curious, why are you here next to me? And then they look dumbfounded, so I'm like, "Mm, thick as, you know, whatever. And so then I move to another treadmill. I would have put that all in if I was a female. Do you know one thing I want to unpack from what you just said? Mm. I can't get over how angry the world is at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) Like, seriously. Yeah. The... People tooting their horns a lot quicker. People getting outraged about the most ridiculous things. Like, like it's like we've come out of this COVID, you know, nightmare. And I thought people would come out kinder and people would come out angrier. Like, there's definitely a lot of anger around. And I just read that and just think so much anger over something that really, you know, because it didn't say all those things. It didn't no. say that... They're looking at me or staring at me, or it didn't say any of that. So all it is is just that someone's taken the space up next to you, and something which, um, like you guys will laugh, but that could be that person's favourite treadmill. So yeah, that's where they want to be. They don't care if they were on treadmill one or ten. Number five's their favourite, so that's the one they're going to go on every single time because. Like when I go to cycling classes, I have very specific bikes that I choose, like the number of where I want to be in a class. And I wouldn't care if there was two of us in there. I will always choose that bike. So they could be next to me um, and I would still choose that bike because it pedals a bit better. So it, it could be something like that, as, as innocent as that. Mm. Well, let's just say hypothetically, okay, we would all agree that it wasn't that serious mm. the the indiscretion mm-hmm. we're deciding you know it's not something necessarily if we were in that position we'd be like maybe that's a bit weird but we wouldn't make a big deal out of it at the end of that thread they reference you know it's i'm not sure if it's a big deal or not but there are so- some social rules that shouldn't be broken mm-hmm. what social rules do you think they were referencing that would make that an unacceptable behavior i think when i was initially reading it i think Particularly here in the West, there is this idea of when you can give people as much space as possible. So I can understand if that's something that they very much value, Uh. then, okay, why have they come and cut into my space now for no reason? Do you think this person goes to the gym that late at night, because it is late midnight, for that privacy? Yeah. To not have many people around them. Yeah. They've already come in with that... I like it that the gym's empty and I'm going to have like they might accept there's one or two people in there but I can have my own space I yeah. can I can have my own space so you know it's not like during the day where every treadmill will be taken up so maybe it's just that you've come in with that um um per- perception of this is how it's going to go and then all of a sudden 
someone comes right up next to you, you're like, well, this is what I'm trying to avoid by going at this time of night, you know. Mm. It could be that way as well. The reason why I thought young, um, like Gen Z, is because they go home to their flatmates, multiple flatmates, mm. and they don't go home to their family or their husband or their kids. That's true. That's a really That's good, good point. Young. Mm. That's yeah. a very good point. Because I'm not going home to my flatmates. Uh, Gen Y is not going home to her flatmates. Yeah. You know, we're all that little bit older now. So I thought, I thought oh, it's got to be Gen Z. It's got to be Gen Z. But coming back to Luke's point, what do you think is the social rule that has been broken? And if we link it back to post-COVID world, maybe we're so used to social distancing now yeah. that whenever someone is within our 1.5 metres, we yeah. freak out. It's true. I, I don't like people too close to me anymore, I must say. Because, Dash, going back to that um, deduction you made before, <laughs> I, think, I think you'd be right because... If we were talking about social rules being broken, I could see them referencing their gender and then saying it's kind of an unspoken social rule that if you're a guy and a girl is utilizing a space, you give them as much space as possible. Mm -hmm. You try not to kind of infringe upon that. So maybe you're right. Maybe they aren't. Yeah. It's so interesting. Like (laughs) these Am I the Asshole threads were getting caught up on the fact that they haven't gendered themselves or aged themselves yet in almost every other thread they do. I know. So I feel like they didn't give us enough context to judge properly. But maybe that's why it's so ridiculous. That's why it's so ridiculous. (laughs) But, I mean, some people wouldn't think it it was. I'm just saying my point of view that, um, you know, I'm I'm the flatmate. You come home and go, what's the problem? Yeah. (laughs) You moved. It's fine. (laughs) But also coming back to Luke's point about because you, you made the point that men aren't generally aware of their circumstances, but at the same token, the social rule of, you know, if there is a female, you try and give them as much space so that you don't encroach on, you know, they're maybe feeling um, scared. Mm. And it was interesting because I've spoken about this with my husband. Like when I'm walking home late at night and if there's a man behind me, I often get quite creeped out by that. And I'm often on the phone to my husband and I'm like, there's a man behind me. He always says that when he's walking late at night and if there's a female in front of him, he will either cross the road or he'll walk past her and say, just passing, just to make sure that, and so that he's in front of her and she doesn't then feel like there's a male kind of walking behind her. And so I do think there is a social rule around that male-female dynamic and making sure a female doesn't feel threatened if you're a good guy and you're conscious of that kind of stuff. So, again, it kind of comes back to I think these two are both males. <laughs> it, it, you've got me thinking now about a generational thing with this, though, is that I had an... Uh, it's going to sound really weird, but you know how you're saying like a lot of men are aware of women and not to crowd them and all that? I think it's young women, not older women, to be uh, honest. I think mm-hmm. older women are a bit invisible to that because I know this is going to sound really strange, but I was in a, um, a bakery yesterday just getting some lunch and I'd ordered my lunch and I stood back so other people can go to the counter and I was standing on my phone and these two men came in, like, fine, like nothing bad, but they kept standing into my space like like literally my face against their backs. So I moved. I, I moved. I just thought, oh, they don't realise. They've just stepped back and 
they literally don't see me. I I know that sounds crazy. So I thought, I'll shift. I'll shift myself. So I actually shift myself to the other side of the door. And then they shifted when someone else came to order and literally against my face again. And I actually thought, am I invisible? Like, I felt like they were going to knock the phone out of my hand. That's how close they were. And the shop wasn't packed. It just wasn't packed. So I, I, did, I did think about, wow, like, they're not even aware of me in any way. But maybe if I was a younger woman, because they were younger men, they would have been early 30s. Maybe they would be more aware of my presence. I don't know. But I didn't feel a bad vibe or to say anything to them. I felt more annoyance. It was just like, oh, oh. I've moved. Like, and now you're in my face again. I mm. <laughs> just want some space, you know. What's your take on that, Luke? Yeah, I'm a little taken aback by that. But, yeah, going back to that, it's really interesting what, like, men, when they're in public spaces, what catches their attention and Mm. what doesn't. Mm. Because, you know, in the same way, I'm trying to think of myself as well. I can can definitely say that I get bumped by guys all the time as well, and I bump into people quite frequently as Mm. well that don't take my attention straight away. It's really interesting. Mm. Because I think men are more aware of younger women. I just am. I think... Men are more aware oh, of women they might be attracted to. Yeah. Because I would say I f- often feel invisible in spaces as someone who's, n- as a woman of colour, yeah. that I'm not necessarily seen either. So that would, and I, that would have been all throughout my 20s and 30s. Um, but, you know, like the thing that annoys me, like if we were to put this into another social situation is like public transport. Yeah. And, you know, if you're seated and, someone comes and sits next to you. The thing that annoys me um, with sometimes men on public transport is like their legs spread yeah, and how much they can trap you in a space totally unconsciously, I think, but just because they spread out so much with um, their bodies. But have you noticed that so many times you hop onto public transport, like trains and everything, a lot of people don't sit next to the window. They actually leave that seat yeah. free and they sit on the end. 100%. A lot of people. And I think it's because they don't want to be trapped against the window. And it's men and women who do it. Because mm-hmm. quite often I'm on a packed thing and I think I want that seat. But I'm happy to say to them, oh, I'll just get past you and get down. And I, people don't seem to be uncomfortable because older woman, she's just going to sit down. Um, but I think a lot of people, that's the reason. They don't want to be trapped. They yeah. don't want to be trapped against the window by anybody. Yeah. You know, just, um, or they put their bag next on the seat them. next to them to stop someone from sitting there just to keep their space around them. And I get that too. I, I get that, that some people just don't want someone squished up against you. Yeah, I get that. Mm. Be awful if you were sat against a window and someone that's making you really uncomfortable has trapped you into that seat. I um, <laughs> I was it was a couple of years ago. I was coming home from uni, and they were a friend of mine, but I wasn't very close with them. And I'd got on the tram, not realised they'd also got on the tram, and I was on my way home, and I could hear this man on the other side of the tram talking quite loudly. And he was clearly trying to start conversation with someone that wasn't interested in it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, that, that's... Poor person. Poor yeah. person. And then I kind of, like, just turned my head a little bit to see if I can see what's happening. And it's my friend. She's female. Yeah. And she's stuck in that window seat with the guy next to her trying to start a conversation with her. And the guy also was 
double our age. Yeah. Mm. We, we were probably just maybe 20 at that point and he was yeah. clearly probably into his 40s. Yeah. And so I actually had to walk, do the whole walk past and pretend like, oh, hey, hi, how's yeah. it going? And kind of pull her out. Like, yeah. Yeah, it makes me so nervous. And I am hyper-vigilant on public transport for that kind of stuff. So if I'm myself, I will try to make sure I position myself away from people who I think might act in a certain way but also do what you say, like try and put in myself in a spot, like near the door, um, all of that kind of stuff. But I also am very conscious of other females around me and if they're getting hit on or things are looking uncomfortable for them and how would you intervene um and i did see a post where you just yell any name oh julie how are you and if they want to take that as an option they'll be like i'm great and come over to you like you just even if you don't know them just to give them an out um and i'm like always just have it in the back of my mind you know practice that in case it happens or um, draw upon it because it does happen. Like I have seen it in the past before I became more like, yeah, you do need to intervene if something happens. I've noticed sometimes um, as well, like, you know, how when you two people are sitting on a seat and you're sort of both facing the same way, I've noticed a lot of people now on the seat next to the aisle actually turn their back yeah. and sit the other way now. And I don't know if that's a COVID thing, but I've seen that quite a lot as well, where they face their legs out into the aisle instead of facing the same way as the person, just to give that little bit of space between. I think it's. I don't think it's a bad thing. No. A little bit of space between them. So, um, so going back to the treadmill. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing that is why I wouldn't have spoken up is I'd be worried about a punch to the face or something. Yeah. <laughs> Just like all the response that I may have got to that. Because, yeah. It was very charged. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be worried about where does that end? You know, you could you could have... They've already shown a bit of aggression by coming right next to you. They're obviously pretty confident. Like, I don't know mm. if I'd want to take that on and add to that. You know, I'd be worried about the response. I'd be, I would have, I would have just looked at them and thought, oh, and then just moved. I, I wouldn't have said anything. I yeah. think so too. And if you are worried about that, then I mean, this is something you and I talked about um, off air, Luke. Pick the treadmill at the other end. Yeah. <laughs> Don't pick the one in the middle. <laughs> yeah. And they'd already been on the treadmill for twenty minutes. I was like, okay, maybe do a few more minutes and then go onto a different machine. Like. Mm. Were you going to run on that for an hour? I don't Maybe. know. I'm not a gym person. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to be able to run for an hour on a gym. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I do think, okay, there might have been some social rules, but I don't think it warranted the reaction. Are you, okay. So you're coming to that going, yes, they are the asshole then. Well, I think they're precious. I don't okay. think they're... They're precious. They, you know, if they had said, if they'd been more aggressive and been like, you effing, yeah. why the hell did you choose this one? You're such a rara, Then, yeah, you are. But I think they are misguided, potentially. Yeah. I think that it's totally fine for them to feel like, oh, why is this person come and sat next, like is running next to me? There's literally an entire line of treadmills. I think they're totally within their right to feel that way. I would feel that way. And if they feel uncomfortable by it, I actually probably would semi-relate. So I don't think that's an issue either. It's just like a really just hard spot to be in because it's like, if you've got the issue, then should you vocalize it? 
because it's kind of like, well, maybe they should be moving because they're the ones that came last, but you're the one with the issue. So I probably wouldn't, I wouldn't have said anything, but I also don't think they're necessarily the asshole for saying anything. I think there's too much anger in the world and people just need to let it go. Gosh, do you know this person? You no. Seem to, just, I just yeah. am very good at... Yeah. Um, What's their job? Filling in the, <laughs> the blanks, you know. I love to create stories How of people. How many pets do they have? <laughs> Hi, everyone. It's Dash. Thanks for taking the time to listen to the XYZ Experiment podcast. And don't forget to leave a rating and a review. If you've enjoyed our show and um, like what you're hearing, tell all your friends and family and hit that subscribe button. If you want to hear our updates and know when episodes drop, follow us on Instagram at the XYZ Experiment for all the latest updates and news. And our original music was composed and performed by the amazing Luke Champion.